Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Coffee is good this morning. And... We're going. So, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Young Wild Financially Free Podcast. Um, today, we are um, here with our good friend from our childhood, Alex Algas here. He is helping us out on uh, the recording uh, with some awesome equipment um, and just really helping us uh, get some good quality out to you guys. Uh, but I'm here with Matt, and today we wanted to dive into um, work-life balance and how we you know keep our our life balanced when it comes to being so passionate about what we do but then also you know loving our family and friends and um you know wanting to enjoy other areas of life as well matt hey welcome hey thanks <laughs> um appreciate that and got a shout out to alco as well uh we go way back and alco's in the music business and so uh we're testing some things out on the sound here and we're pretty excited to see how it turns out yeah uh, when you Go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, on to, I mean, about Alex um, with music, like, you know, he's been playing since, you know, we can remember. And um, we, uh, um, he's always been, you know, a great musician. Uh, his dad got him into it and he plays all around Austin now and um, starting to tour with his band. And so. Yeah. And he's uh, just released his uh, EP and playing at Utopia Fest. So it's, it's going to be what pretty exciting. What does EP stand for? I asked someone that last <laughs> night. I don't explicit, know. Explicit. Uh, extended play. Extended play. An LP limited it's play. Not released yet. Learn something new every Coming day. Out soon. Anyways, um, so he's a great musician. Love his music. Um, and uh, if you get a chance to go see him live, please do. If not, buy his album. He's a great guy. Um, let's dive into work life balance. Work life balance. Um, so, um, as some may know, um, your wife, Lexi, is pregnant with your first child. Um, so excited for you. And so Thank I, I kind of want it, but I also see how, you know, I mean, I got into this business because of you and, um, you know, I'm as passionate about what we do because of you. Um, you're a great leader in that sense. Thank you. And so you're welcome. And so, <laughs> um, I wanted to, to ask you like where, at what point in like the day or, you know, do you draw the line and say like, Hey, I'm going to dedicate this this time to Lexi or, you know, to my family or, or is it that you're kind of like playing, you know, both sides of work and, you know, free time at the same time in the evenings or like, you yeah. know, how do you do that? And uh, what's your mindset when you approach that? Yeah, I think it's a great question. When you first, before the podcast, you said, let's talk about work-life balance. And I said, what's that? What is that? Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think for me, it kind of started with like, what I saw growing up, uh-huh. uh, my mom being a single mother, raising two boys, I just remember her waking up every single morning at four o'clock and going to work. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I remember her having three phones. Oh, wow. And literally one always ringing. She was always on a phone. That wasn't heard of whenever we were growing <clears throat> up. Yeah. You know? She had like the next tail and two cell phones. Nice. Um, so I kind of grew up around that, which was like hardcore work. My dad was a workaholic. Um, he still is like he works. Uh, Monday through Saturday, like 6 a.m. to 7, and then Sunday he golfs all day. But I I understand the value of the balance. What I think is really cool about real estate 
is kind of like what you said. I, I don't really think I have to focus on it mm-hmm. because to me, real estate allows that freedom just inherently in mm-hmm. everyday life. Right. Um, like this morning, I was able to you know wake up and we were hanging out, watching some videos that we're working on. And, and we're working, but I'm also hanging out with friends. Yeah, right. right. Um, so that's what I love about real estate is it, it's not all, you're not always working. Like I'm not always analyzing a deal or showing properties, mm-hmm. but I might be hanging out with friends. And if I'm having a beer, I, I can still be promoting our business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have definitely had to work on um, having more balance and like shutting things off. Mm-hmm. And so what, what I try to do, and I'm not always the best, is like shut my phone off at a certain time. Um, and ideally, I would leave the phone outside of our bedroom. Right? Sure, right, um, yeah. And I want to do that, but sometimes I don't. That's so, yeah, it's tough. I, I mean, um, for me, it, it just it comes down to lifestyle. Like I, I feel so fortunate. I when I wake up, I don't feel like I'm working. I just feel like I'm living my life. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, don't don't have that. Yeah, um, it's a big blessing for sure. Yeah. Um, and so, like, is there has there ever been like a a time that you can recall where you were on your phone, like you had a big deal going on or something, but like it was a family gathering or you, it was a date night for you and Lexi and like yeah. you, it came to the point where like you like had to shut it off or you had to ignore, yeah. you know, the, the people around you. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I tell Lexi all the time, like, I think there, there's a reason that we're together and we have different, um, ways about going about life and. I'm all in working and, and she can help balance me out. And I tell like, sometimes she wants to hang out and tell me to get off my phone. Right. And I appreciate that. I tell her, Hey, just tell me. And like, I'd, I'd love to hear you say, put down your phone. I want to hang out. Yeah. Um, so I try to help her to like pull me back sometimes. Cause I just don't notice. I just yeah. get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember the all time worst was when I was in college, I took 18 hours one semester. I was uh, working as an agent and I was all in like, just grinding like that. All I did was work mm-hmm. and work or school. Um, and I was trying to get my grades up so I could get into the master's program in college station. Right. And then one day it just all collapsed. Um, I just, I don't know exactly what happened or stress overload or something. Yeah. But I just, I was stuck in bed. My mind was slamming my, I had a fever I had to go to the hospital. Jeez. Yeah, I was. It was like what? Just is too it? much. It was like a just a hardcore overload. Yeah. And that was like a huge learning experience. Like, okay, you can't go that far, right? Because it actually just doesn't work physically. It, yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So it was weird to get sick from overdoing it. Yeah. Legitimately for sure. sick. Yeah. Um, so That's that was crazy. the big story imagine. that yeah taught me that you can't you definitely can't be all in all the time. It just doesn't work. Sure. And then. You know, everyone like wants to enjoy life, so yeah. you just just having that balance in everyday life is important. And I, I'm I'm not anyone to be preaching on it because I'm working on it. Sure, but I definitely recognize the importance of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's huge on like just the the term you know work life balance. It there, I mean, the balance is that you know you don't have to separate the two. Is that like I feel like when people want to seek a work-life balance, it's because they hate what they do for work, you know? Right. Or they hate their life, and so they hide with their work, you know? Right. So the, on the opposite end. Um, so I feel like people who are, or, you know, want to seek that um, are, you know, just don't have a good um, 
or they're not in a good situation already. Right. So I think finding the what I guess what you're passionate about, doing something that makes you happy is the first step yeah. towards that. So you don't have to separate the two really. Hundred percent, and and you hear people say, you know, if you find what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, I, I that's so true. Right, I, I feel it myself. Yeah, um, and like you said, if you're if you hate your job and you're looking at the clock, then yeah, you're gonna want to get off and go have fun. Right. Yeah. But if you love what you're doing and you can somehow mix it all together, it's great. That's like, key. Yeah, it yeah, is key for sure. I mean, I just think about like you know, just example, like maybe somebody like Mark Cuban or somebody like. I don't feel like guys like that feel like they work. They just they're living their life. They're doing deals. You yeah. know, he's owning a basketball team and at the game. Yeah, I know. Is, he is that working? Go to the game. <laughs> yeah, go to the game, and that's working. But he's for him. making a lot of money being there. Yeah, right? I know. So if you can figure that out, I I don't know how to tell other people to do that other than like what you said is like find your own passion. Right. Yeah. And I feel like if you do and you can like you got to work at it. Sure. Um, and you're in it for a long time and you're thinking about the long game, then maybe somehow it just works out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's a, a quote that I heard um, from Jim Carrey, and I hope I don't butcher this, but it was like, um, you can spend forever doing what you hate, so might as well try doing something that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, and so like that means like, you know, taking a risk. Like, you know, you could lose your job right now and a job that you hate, but you know, so you might as well, you know, go for something that, that you love and be passionate about. Take the risk on, on something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Um, but similar to your story, we have similar stories. Um, you know, I, I grew up with a single mom and I saw her, you know, going to work every single day and, um, she, you know, really instilled in me the, um, you know, what hard work was and, um, she even like made me, <laughs> she made me do her paperwork for her sometimes. Yeah, and I remember, dude, you were always working. Yeah. Like I had to do, like, I couldn't do anything unless like all the chores were done. If I paint, repainted the house, you know, we lived on like a, uh, like one and a half acres and I had to mow, mow the whole lawn before I could do anything. <laughs> this is no joke. Yeah. I, I saw this yeah. growing up. But, um, you know, I really respect her for that and, you know, appreciate it now. But, um, and so like hard work was something that, you know, it was just, um, ingrained in me from, from the beginning. And so now that I'm in adulthood, you know, even when I was in college, you know, like hard work was something that, um, I wanted to do. It was just something that I was passionate about. But, you know, when I got into, after I graduated college, like I got into a career that I wasn't super passionate about. And, um, so that was like when I, I started questioning like the work-life balance because I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. And it wasn't until I started working for you really um, and became super passionate about real estate that work-life balance didn't, it wasn't a thing anymore, you know. I found what I was passionate about. And so now it's like, you know, I'll answer emails at, like, you know, 10 o'clock at night or, you know, anything like that because... It doesn't stress me out. That's what I I, right. I love what I'm doing, and so there is no no balance, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Could we do maybe if you're seeking work life balance, you're just doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. I think so. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, even like Alco, um, he's a musician, right? right. Um, and he's recording here. Exactly. He's working, but this is what he loves. I don't think he's looking at the clock. No. Wondering. Yeah what time he gets off and how much he's going to make. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's doing what he loves. Yeah. And that's key. Um, yeah, that's huge. Hey, don't seek work-life balance. Seek something that you love. Yeah. Hey, maybe we're onto something. Right. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it is super important not to, to be fully engulfed on one thing and you got to, 
you know, save time for what's really important is family and friends. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, like, I mean, that's why we are doing what we're doing and why I, you know, urge people to find something that they're passionate about is so that they can enjoy that time with friends and family, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that the happiness from, you know, your job or whatever else you're doing will roll over into other areas of life and you'll just be a better person to be around and people will enjoy you. Yeah. Um, so that's huge. Um, I think part of that it's it's interesting because you know I like like networking, right? Yeah, right. Um, and it's fascinating to me how networking works. Like it it just works all the time. Yeah. Um, and I'm out networking, and I I really enjoy that. Like I like having you know buying people lunch or taking them to coffee. Sure. And I'm working, but it's crazy what those things can lead to. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I uh, went out to lunch or took a guy out, Andrew Campbell. And I he, love Andrew. Yeah. We're releasing his podcast this week. All right. Well, if you're hearing this, it was probably like three weeks ago. Yeah. But. <laughs> he's great, right? Um, yeah. And so, you know, we're we're picking up the uh, multifamily with Lauren. Right, yeah. Trying to do another 181 unit deal. Yeah. And so I met Andrew, and he just got done raising uh, $10 million for a project in San Antonio. Nice. And he found one in Austin that he really likes. Okay. But he doesn't feel comfortable that he can raise another ten. Because he somewhat tapped out a lot of his investors on the on the previous deal. Gotcha. <clears throat> so we're having lunch, and I'm telling him what we got going on, mm-hmm. and we got a group that has a lot of money that wants to buy apartment complexes here in Austin. And he told me about this deal, and I was like, "Hey, why don't we partner yeah, together?" Right. So it was like, "Whoa, that could be a huge deal from having lunch with this guy." Yeah, just having lunch. It's that is crazy to me. Yeah. Like that that could be that's a that could be a life changer for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. That's like the, I mean, that just goes to show the benefits of, um, well, one of real estate, um, but two, I mean, just going back to what we were talking about earlier about doing what you love, you know, you're, I mean, um, I feel like this whole, any industry really, but really real estate, um, is, you know, relationships. And so you just went and grabbed lunch with them, you know, not really expecting anything to come out of it, I would Mm say. Um, and then now this, you know, this could be a huge opportunity that, like you said, benefits a lot of people. Yeah. Which is really cool. It is cool. And it's also cool. I'm seeing like some older successful guys and what their plans and goals are. Mm-hmm. And like they're looking at real estate and multifamily like, all right, this is how much money I need to make a year to be able to stop working and not worry. And sure. like that's literally what they're working on. Like that's why they're buying these deals. Yeah. And it's super cool to see that because I'm not at that point right now. Sure. Like where I'm looking to, to make a hundred or 200 grand without working. Yeah. I'm just building. Right. Um, but maybe I can learn a lot from that and get a little combination of the two Definitely. working and get there a little bit earlier. Yeah. And that's what uh, I've heard this and I keep telling other people is like nothing really in the real estate industry is new. Like uh-huh. there's not like something that we're creating or doing that no one's ever done. Yeah. And so like you just got to go learn, like ask people like, hey, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? You mm-hmm. know, and just hear their stories. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing innovating about it. No. It's just. It's just price for the real estate and rent that comes in. and Right, yeah. It's know. pretty cut and dry. It is. And there's people and that have been doing it their whole life. Thousands of years, it, right? Yes, yeah. Thousands of years. Right, and, yeah. And, and you can... It's the best way that I see how you can build generational wealth. Because mm-hmm. everything that you're buying, you can pass it on to your kids. Yeah. And then they start off with 20 houses. And then they just build on that. And then your great-grandkids have 200 houses. Right, yeah. And that just... That doesn't go away. Yeah. Like that stays in the Robert's name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Unless 
they sell it, right? <laughs> right, yeah, which is going to be their decision at that point. Right. Um, yeah, like you said, generational wealth. Like, that's huge. Because that's what, I mean, the main reason why I'm, you know, pursuing real estate is to help my family, right? You know, I don't have kids yet, but that's what I'm looking out for, you know, my wife, Charlie, and then, you know, our future kids. And um, real estate is how I want to set them up for success, you know? Right. Um, and... You know, I'm not gonna be prepared to to teach them these these values unless I do it now. You know, right. unless I learn it myself and I'm able to you know pass these houses down to them and so they can take care of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically, you know, I'm hoping that you know, whenever they're in high school, that they'll you know I'll start teaching them about you know the fundamentals and the the principles of real estate and cash flow, um, and so you know they'll never have to worry really you know right. they'll already have a business going right that they can manage and take over yeah which is gonna be really cool it is it's it's a beautiful thing to set that up yeah and then they can have their they can have work-life balance automatically right because <laughs> exactly. they just have the income coming in right they can just go to, you know hopefully they have passions and they don't just collect money yeah um, yeah but it just allows that freedom for sure yeah and that's i mean when people you know, or hesitant about getting involved in real estate. Um, it's just like, really like, it's frustrating to me because like we said, like thousands of years, you know, people have been, you know, doing real estate and, um, it's been so secure over these thousands and thousands of years, you know, and will continue to be, you know, people, it just, it makes, it just makes sense. Like it's so frustrating, you know, uh, having to explain to people when they think it's like super risky, um, or think it's, you know, too hard to get started. Yeah. Um, it's, it's going to continue to be successful for, for years and years to come, Yeah. you know? And I think people are scared to have debt. Sure. But there's good debt and bad debt, right? Like, uh, yeah, I feel have, like I feel like people like Dave Ramsey have scared people out of investing. Yeah, yeah. and know? there's there's I have all these little pet peeves with guys that say stuff like that because yeah. they make these blanket statements that like no debt is good and like get out of debt. Sure. Um, but it's it's it only works for certain scenarios. Yeah. Like there, I don't, I honestly don't think that there's anybody that's a multimillionaire that never used leverage. No, there's I really no don't. way. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they just started some Unless tech company and made, yeah, <laughs> or started, you know, tech company and made $10 billion or whatever it is right. and then just bu- bought everything with cash. Yeah. Um, but the leverage is, is, if you can use it in a positive way, it can help you for sure grow exponentially. Yeah. And I think that like something that I've realized a lot lately is that people value money like way too much yeah. uh, and they glorify it. And so they're so afraid to lose it, you know, yeah. because I mean, they, they see it as like, you know, a way to, to reach, you know, freedom and which is great, you know, and that's awesome, but they value the dollar too much. So where they want to keep it? Um, and so they're not afraid to use it as a tool. You know, they just want to hold on to it and keep it safe, you know, so they don't lose it instead of like, you know, investing. Yeah. You know, there's a really good book and actually, hopefully I have it. I'll give it to you. I don't know if you've read it, but I recommend for everyone. And it's called The Richest Man in Babylon. I've heard of it. Have I you? haven't read it yet. It's a short book, and it's an old school, uh, like, just classic. And it's yeah. got, I think there's 10 rules on money. Really? Yeah. And it's like, do these 10 things. Uh-huh. And it, it's it's a really good book. Like, I think everyone needs to read that that's interested in kind of growing their, you know, personal finances. Sure, yeah. Does it talk about, like, um, 
I, I would imagine it, it talks about those 10 rules about like basically taking control yeah, and like having power over money instead of money right. having power Specifically over you. Specifically things to do. Like it's, it's old school, right? And it's sure. like, grow thy purse. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I can't remember. I wish I had all the rules. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can look them up, but it, it's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, these are just, these are just 10 like proven methods, like through the age all of time, time that yeah. just work. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting to see that, you know, the, the principles that have, have worked over time. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. You just, you just got to go learn from people. Right. And everyone always asks like, how do I get started? And it's just, just get in front of people that are doing it and yeah. just learn. Yeah, for sure. And add value. Like if you can add value to someone who's buying real estate, you're eventually you're going to buy it too with them. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Well, um, We'll wrap it up here. Yeah. Uh, but short and sweet. Short and sweet. Yeah. So I mean, um, just to I guess sum it all up, you know, for work life balance, you know, find something that you're passionate about, um, whether that's real estate or whether that's something else. You know, do what you love and, um, you know, don't value the dollar too much. Yeah. And my thing is, forget about work life balance. Yeah. Find something that you love and you don't feel like you work. And exactly. I know that sounds cliche, like you don't work a day in your life, but. I'm living it and I know it's true and I think you are too. Like, yeah. Um, if you're, if you're passionate about it, it's just, that's just your life. For sure. Yeah. And I know that this, I said we're wrapping it up, but I have, <laughs> I <laughs> Let's had keep another thought. so I was thinking about like perspective, you know, like, you know, yes, find something that you're passionate about, but also like enjoy what you're doing. Like it's all about perspective. Like you could, you know, see the poorest guy in the world and he's happier than the richest guy in the world, you know? And it, it's based it's off his perspective. Dude, you know? the biggest thing on that is when I went to Africa, uh-huh. like, I'm not kidding. The, these people were happier than anyone I see around mm-hmm. here. They were just happy. And so for the listeners, tell them about your trip to Africa. Went to Uganda, uh, 2012, and we were helping uh, build a school. Okay. And uh, literally saw people with nothing. Like, yeah. Actually nothing. Right. And that was a big effect on me. And I'm still working through that, like how to wrap my brain around living here with the AC on, you know, and yeah. having water. Uh, but that's why we've talked about this. It's, it's, uh, I'm serious. It's my passion is to uh, put water wells in, in Africa through the income that we build here at Tree Homes. Yeah. Um, I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. And maybe our, our business becomes a nonprofit at that point. And that would uh, be awesome. We're putting in one, like, I'd love to put in one water well a month. Yeah. From the income that we're making. Yeah. That's awesome. Great goal. But I'm behind you all the way. But yeah, so you saw, yeah, you saw people there who were super happy and they have way less than we do over here in the whole United States. Yeah. They call, (laughs) this is just random, but they call white people Jumbo. Jumbo? Jumbo. So we're driving through and. They're all just running, Jumbo, Jumbo. It's like <laughs> white man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, so like, I mean, back to you know perspective. Like, that's awesome that they were you know so happy. Yeah. And so that goes, you know, I mean, to loop back to work life balance. Like, choose to enjoy what you do. You know, um, whether you're passionate about it or not. You know, like. Um, just enjoy it, enjoy the process and see what you have and, um, have a good perspective on it. Yeah. I mean, dude, life's so short. Sure. It really is. Yeah. You only get one. So that's right. Anything that you're doing that you don't like, you're just wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. I think 
at the end of the day, just choose choose joy. Yeah. Cool. Well, now we'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Wait, one more. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. Um, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Bye-bye.